1: Hello everybody and welcome to the Triple Jump Podcast. It's a video game podcast, Peter.
2: If you're listening at home, the audio quality is not a problem with the podcast. It's um well, you just gonna have to look at the, the video version to find out. I'm Ben. And I'm Peter.
1: Really? It's it's hot in the worm, Peter. Hot in the worm? It's hot in the worm. It's really warm in here. Right. My breath is... Oh, I don't know how people wore these at presumably
2: conventions. That's why they they go so crazy, those guys. Uh, What are they called?
1: Psychos. Maniacs, yeah. Bandits. Right. And so on. It's... Sorry, I'm going (sighs) to... Oh it's borderlands three week it is it's happened it's out and if you're anything like me you've immediately gone to a family event and can't play it for two days oh that always happens to you seems to be that sure way that doesn't happened
2: it? Last time. well no with crash uh nitro not nitro car ctr it happened with me and then the game before that whatever that was i can't even remember was it Sekiro? Did it maybe Took you a while to play that i think God, I'm not sure anymore. I think I think you had someone up or something like that, and you because I had to look Couldn't back play. at an old podcast uh, for for various reasons uh, uh, last week mm. or the week before, and then in the second one you were like,
1: I've got it, I've not played it, I keep missing out, yeah, but I've got Monday booked off. Oh, I'm heard. I'm coming back up Sunday afternoon, and then I'm playing it for. As many hours as I can stand. For just 24 hours, for, you could play you, uh, just, just, borderlands just, through. just Borderlands 3. So that's very exciting. I hope those of you who have been looking forward to Borderlands as much as I have, uh, and I'm sure a lot of listeners are now at least aware of Borderlands because yeah. I haven't shut up about it for the last several months. But Borderlands, it's not the sponsor this week, Peter. No, it's not. I believe you have the ad read there. I do. I've got the ad read right here. I'm going to have to have a drink now because it was very, it was very hot in there. Oh. Oh, how do they drink? Oh, I, do, I don't think they do. That's why they're so cut and lean all the time is because they don't drink much liquid at all. Much or any? Any. That's why they have such short life expectancies as well. They're only 12, most of them. Oh. That's, that's a fact. That's a real fact. God, and you shoot them. Yeah. Shoot them all.
2: Well, they're shooting at you. Yeah, so. well, that's true. Yeah. That makes it okay. Mm-hmm. If someone shoots at you, you can shoot back at them. It's, it's legal to do that uh today's sponsor of course uh is um it's actually a rival podcast i don't know who okayed this what okay did they pay big uh no oh no they, they barely paid a triple all. jump we'll take anything we will uh it's abe's podcast as in abe, abe from abe's odyssey he has a podcast he's got a podcast do you know what not abe's only just just Abe's, yeah very very good abe's Odyssey. not only are we are we being sponsored by a rival podcast, but it's a rip-off of ours. Because in the middle, they've got this segment called Odd News. What? No way. I don't want to... No, we're not. We're not sponsored. I'm going to send the money back. We're not sponsored really? by them this week. What
1: are you going to do at the end of the show? Are you going to have to sort of make one up?
2: Oh, that would be weird, wouldn't it? If we just made. Oh, one I think out. you mean odd. Odd, I, I do. Know. Well,
1: be yeah. really odd. But that's a lie. Oh, we got you. We got you again. Every week, you fools. God damn it! It's so silly. You, you thought they would learn by now, but yeah. apparently not. This podcast is, of course, brought to us by our wonderful patrons over at Patreon.com/slash forward Team. Triple Jump. If you want to support us in all that we do and also get the opportunity to submit questions to the podcast, mm-hmm. that's the only way you do it. Patreon.com forward slash team triple jump. Peter, one of those wonderful patrons, starts off the show. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's David Lever or
2: Lever, if you're in America, or Remainer. Yeah, well, mm. uh, David asks, Or says, seagulls are attacking. They want your games. No. They want your consoles. No. You can save three things. What? What do you choose? Three
1: things? I have so many things.
2: I've got... I mean, there's some caveats to this question. I I mean, I want to know... Yeah. Is this essentially, if you were locked in a room for eternity, what three things would you take in? Or is this, your entire collection of everything is going to be destroyed? You'll be able to, like, start replacing things over time, Mm. but... Like, what's your most treasured possession that you that is irreplaceable to you?
1: Oh, okay. Because we've done various des- desertersland Yeah, uh, so at first I was thinking,
2: before. oh, what console and games, three things could I not live without forever? Yeah. But now I'm thinking, maybe it's like my most treasured things that, you know, even if I went out and bought a new one from the shop, I'd still be a bit sad that
1: my original one had gone. I see. You know? Oh, see, I came at it from a different angle okay. of like, if if all of your game stuff is gone, yeah. what three things would you be able to get by on? Right. I wasn't imagining the sort of home invasion angle where yeah. they came and, and destroyed all of my precious belongings. But neither
2: were you imagining a permanent desert island situation. No. Just sort of what would
1: yeah, what would tide you over? I was hoping maybe at some point I could get some stickers to decorate my stuff and things, just make it a little bit more personal, you know? Yeah. When I'm stranded, wherever well, what, it is that I'm stranded,
2: what what are your what's your answers based on whatever interpretation you've gone with? Can you guess? Um, Final Fantasy Seven? No. Oh no. Okay, I guess. See, this is with me as well. I've not gone with certain games because. One of the slots has to be taken up by a console. Right. And so then almost by definition, the other two games have to be... For that console. For that one console. Yeah. So maybe you've gone with a, an Nintend Boy?
1: Yeah, I've, hand, got, I've got... A handheld. I've got a handheld. Pokemon... Yeah. Red. Mm, close. One of those Blue. colors. No, not quite. Yellow.
2: Yes. Okay. And... I don't know what your other
1: sort of up there favorite Pokemon game is. Well, I've I've got a Game Boy Color, Pokemon Yellow, Mm. because that's sort of the best of both. What, with blue and red? Oh, is that what's in yellow? Yeah, you get all three starters. I didn't actually know that. And then you get a main, and sometimes you get a dessert as well. But the same goes for Pokemon Crystal, which I've also chosen, which is Mm. the best between uh, gold and silver. Gold and silver, yeah. So I got those two. Crystal is... Literally, the game that I've poured more hours into than I think any other that I am, I've am i actually been able to track over the course of... I didn't know that. Over the course of like, two or maybe 10, 11 years, I racked up about 300 and something hours in one save file on Oof. Pokemon Crystal. Mm. And then the battery died in it. Do-do-do, lost it all. It's gone. Oh. Yeah. Can't you just put another battery in it? But the save is on the battery. The save powers the... It's the say. It's the sorry. The the battery is in the uh, cartridge, and that's what they save to. Oh, I yeah. didn't know there was a battery. God, I'm learning so much. Yeah, it's got little watch battery. Played a lot of Pokemon
2: Crystal. Yeah, and that there's a little battery
1: inside a cartridge. It was a, it was a, a sort of an epidemic that swept the world a few years ago because the battery life is roughly twenty years, and so everyone's saves started oh. disappearing because they, they started to die. And Pokemon Crystal died. I started it up one day and it only gave me the option to start a new game. Oh, my God. Didn't even say continue. So, rip. But I would take those three things. What about you? Oh, I mean, that's that's pretty heavy. Yeah. I don't... Got to start back
2: up, though, haven't you? Got to rebuild. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. Um, I mean, this was, this was difficult because I didn't really know in what way I was answering this question. Mm-hmm. My immediate thought was I would take a PS2. Yeah my PS2, because it's so versatile. And then on that, I could probably never live without Spyro the Dragon, number one. Right. Because I just I just play it every year, and I just would not be able to do that. Yeah. Um, but instead of going for the obvious, probably Beyond Good and Evil for the other. Mm. Um, I don't know. See, now I'm thinking, really, I'd really like a copy of Skyrim, because okay. I still haven't, like... I, there's still a lot of that that I've not played. I know you've played it to death. Mm. Um, but I think that could definitely keep me going. Yeah. Only thing is... If I wanted to play Spyro the Dragon and Skyrim, I would need a launch PS3, right? You would. And I don't own that. So, I mean, this question is, what would we save of what we already right. own? And what would you buy? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I can't just say, well, I'd let the seagulls take it and then I'd buy a launch PS3. Um, so, I don't know. I guess I'd just have to choose another game. In which case, maybe... Uh, uh, no, I'll tell you what I'll do. Yeah. I will have... Um, my my PS4. Okay, I'll keep Reignited Trilogy, which is not right. as good as Spyro One.
1: Okay, but I'll yeah. have
2: that so that I can also have Minecraft right on my PS4. You can do a lot with because Minecraft. similarly, I mean that's kind of the same logic as to why I'd want Skyrim is just because mm. you can just keep playing it and Endless playing it. Endless replayability. Either that or in terms of irreplaceability, if that's a word, mm. I would probably just keep my copy of Tombie Two. Because that's quite an expensive game.
1: <laughs> irreplaceability. I didn't catch that. She heard it. She spelled it. She spelled I mean you didn't ask her, you should just say define. Define irreplaceability. Yeah, it appears it's to be what a word. I found. Okay, well irreplaceability.
2: Irreplaceableness. <clears throat>
1: Yes, absolutely.
2: Uh, so there you go. That's sort of my cobbled together answer. I didn't really... I think we need more detail there about what the scenario really is, whether we can buy new
1: stuff later or... Because yeah. if we're trapped in a car, then, you know, I'm fine. Because yeah. Peter might also need a uh, uh, a memory card and mm. a controller that he has to plug in and a TV. Yeah. Uh, whereas I, I might need batteries. It's, it's all in there. there. It's all in one little thing. Well, apart from the watch batteries, yeah. Yeah, well, and batteries for the... The Game Boy. Yeah. Too. You know what? This question was difficult, David. Ask us again another time. Not not immediately. Maybe a couple of weeks. We'll forget, and then you can, and then we'll yeah. cover it again. It'll be fine. Peter, it's time for a groundbreaking segment. Are That's you it. ready? Mm-hmm. What are we playing in this week? Oh. That's not what it's called. Um, I misread that. It's called what we play in. Apostrophe. It is. Yeah. Peter, what you play in? Apostrophe. I've actually played a little bit of. A game we've covered quite
2: a lot on what we play in. Yeah. Crash Bandic Crash drives. Oh, the driving game. Cronda drove. Yeah, that's the one. Yes. Uh, it's been a while since I played that actually. I barely played um, last month when the Grand Prix was on. It wasn't a very good Grand Prix. The, the time, the time one. Yeah. Um, you know, I I told myself, oh, what I'll do is I'll, I'll get through the first bar of nitro and unlock the character. Didn't even get that far. Oh no! I just I just couldn't motivate myself to do it i was like oh i should really it just felt like a bit of a chore to didn't do get it. the baby diner yeah i was like oh well you know as long as i've got all the characters that's that's all i want but then i'd just be sitting there in the evening after being at work all day and i'd be like i don't want to play a grindy game i'd rather just carry on with uncharted drake's yes. Drake's collection um but of course this month's grand prix mm-hmm. has been uh spyro yes the spyro uh, Spyro and Friends it's called mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Um so I've just been I've been playing that trying to trying to unlock my little purple friend. Um I've I've not done that because I don't play online very much and so I don't earn as much nitro as I would like to. And I was great. away for a week. But I really like the new track. New track is great. You played it?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: It's um various places from Spyro the Dragon number 1. Uh which is nice because I always felt like before reignited was announced um that that was probably the 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 game that got the least uh attention discussion like people didn't really remember that as fondly as two and three i know you're a three boy yeah a bit of a two boy Mm -hmm. um and that seemed to be the prevailing thing amongst the small spyro discussing community pre-reignited we meet every year yeah um, but when they announced Reignited, they heavily like uh, advertised all the Spyro One stuff. And I was like, oh, oh wow, okay. That's nice. Activision actually likes Spyro One and want to plug it. And then they've done the same with this. I thought like the new uh, the Grand Prix would be, you know, a mix of everything. Mm-hmm. But it's I mean Hunter's in it, but you've got Nasty Nork there as well. Yes. As an unlockable character. Yeah. And then the level that you race around in is based on uh, yeah, just various places from the first game. So that's quite nice, driving around and seeing like, oh, there's that guy and that's that thing. And Oh, yeah, look at that. All my old friends slash
1: enemies. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's, it's been good. I'm enjoying it. I uh, didn't talk about it last week because I forgot. All right. Um, and thank you to Sam, by the way, for stepping in last yes, week. Yes, thank he you, Sam. Stam- Stam- Dear, dear stam mm. uh, i wrote you but you weren't you won't right back you still ain't calling uh thank you very much for for, for covering for for tp last week mm. uh yeah i forgot to mention it um i have officially kicked the crash team racing fever it? yeah. yeah it's done i did the same thing as you where i was like right gonna get that spyro gonna mm. go for it here i go I played the night it came out. I played it until like two a.m., just completing various challenges, and then I got to one, and the daily challenges ticked over to the oh, next yeah. day, and I was like, "Oh, I'll just do the rest of these." And then I went to bed exhausted, and I'd unlocked Spyro at that point. Okay. Then I woke up the next day, and I was like, "Oh God, what do I, what do I even do? I don't know what to do today. Mm-hmm. I need. I should probably play some games, maybe." And I have I've been hesitant to start anything because Borderlands is so close, yeah. and. So I, I hopped back into Crash Team Racing almost out of muscle memory. Took one look at the Grand Prix list and then just went, nah, yeah. I'm, I'm done. The magic's gone. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be so bad if the rewards for the second and third tier were actually worth something. Yeah, Because the third tier is always just a skin for the character you unlock at the end of the first tier. And that's just not worth my time. I'm surprised. I mean, I'm glad, but I'm surprised that they didn't put the
2: character at the end of the third tier to yeah. mo- really motivate people
1: or the all the track or or something yeah. just something big but yeah in a way, I'm glad they don't, but in another way, I just can't be it. like it's done. I'm, yeah. I, l- I love that game, one of the best games I've played this year, even though it's a remake, in mm-hmm. terms of, you know, especially in terms of time spent on it. But I'm, yeah.
2: I'm over it, Peter, I'm done. If it, yeah, if it, literally, over if it wasn't it. a Spyro themed Grand Prix, I don't think I'd still be playing it. And, right. you know, after this, they're going to have to announce something pretty exciting if they want to keep me. Keep me in. I don't know if they're going to do... It. I think they might have a, a break now and not do any Grand Prix for a while. And then... I think that's a good idea. They'll probably come out with some new one later on. Yeah. yeah. But you'll pay for it. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. It's Activision. Be. Who's to say?
1: Have you played anything else? Nathan Drake? I've played right? a bit more
2: of that. Yeah, I'm on, uh, I'm on the second one now. So <laughs> uh, I'm in the... I think I'm as far as that war-torn...
1: Uh, town or city, oh, city, I suppose. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm, where is that? Like I can't remember. Kathmandu or somewhere. Yeah, something Tibet. like that. You're climbing through all the hotels and things.
2: Yeah, I've done all that. I've gone inside that temple. I think I went down into the undergroundy bit. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I think that's where I left it.
1: You find the Nazi guns. Found the found the Nazi. There's some Nazi guns down there. Nazi guns. Yeah, I think so. Are there in some of the traps down there that you have to evade? There's just like an MP40 and stuff. Oh so if, I mean, no, I think I must have, it's always Nazis. It's been a while since I played. I think I must have always not Nazis. got that far. Yeah. If there's any historical treasure that Nathan Drake is hunting, there will always have been Nazis there. Well, it's at like some Indiana point. Jones, isn't it? Yeah. I'm it surprised
2: is. that they they really went hard on the Nazi <laughs> thing because you know he's he is a bit Indiana Jones even without mm. the Nazis, but They were then like, oh, yeah, and his enemies are always the Nazis.
1: Yeah, okay. Of course they are, right. Who else
2: would they be, right? And it's slightly supernatural, even though, you know, he doesn't really believe in it.
1: It's just Indiana Jones. Yeah, but it's great. But it's Yeah, it's great. I mean, we've had Indiana Jones games, but I don't think they're particularly... No, fondly remembered. So Nathan Drake all the way. Yeah. What have you been playing, Ben? I bought Titanfall 2 in the sale that was on the PlayStation. I got it for $3.99. Okay. And I've heard good things about the campaign of this game since it came out and I never played it. Mm. And I thought, I've got a weekend. Borderlands is out next weekend. Yeah. Let's do this thing. I have not had more fun with uh, an FPS campaign this generation than I have with Titanfall 2. Wow. And I mean that's not really saying much because i don't yeah. play a huge amount of fpss anyway just not out of choice um not sorry not because i don't like them but mainly because now they they're largely multiplayer yeah, skewed yeah don't have campaigns very very much now exactly and i didn't play black ops 3 and stuff like that so i didn't or infinite warfare and things uh and call and of duty9 was barely a campaign it was just a series of Oh, I suppose, actually. I didn't think of Wolfenstein. Okay, well, it's up there then. It's uh, because I really loved Wolfenstein and Wolfenstein 2. Um, Well, I mean, this year, though, the the most recent one was was just... Oh, Youngblood was was bad, Almost
2: auto-generated.
1: Wasn't really a campaign at all. Yeah. Um, But Titanfall 2 is just... It's not going to win any awards for writing in terms of having nuanced, complicated characters and so on. Mm -hmm. But in terms of gameplay and just, like, funneling you through these set pieces and... Just mechanics that are really fun. Mm-hmm. You're wall jumping and you're double jump. You're not triple jumping. No, you're, you're double jumping. Redacted. Yeah, we can um, say that. You're, you, you know, you're sliding along the floor and shooting people. You, you hop into your uh, Titan, and they have different loadouts, so you can be like a samurai Titan oh, or nice. a. It's just like it's just really well paced, and I really enjoyed it. Did you play the first one? No, I didn't. Didn't have a. I don't think it was even out on PlayStation. I think that was an Xbox exclusive. Oh, was it? The first one, yeah. Oh, I don't or remember. Or at least it was at launch, uh, but it had no campaign. It was yeah, just no, multiplayer. Yeah, I know that, yeah. So the second one, they really pulled it out. And of course, this is from Respawn, who are doing the Star Wars this mm. year. Uh, so that bodes well, I suppose. Hopefully, question mark. Because at least the free running and stuff was really fun in this game. And you did feel a bit like a Jedi at several points right. because you're a pilot and pilots are hyped up in the sort of intro package and throughout the game as like being these sort of unstoppable badasses. Humans, yeah, because yeah, they've got all this kit and gear and stuff. And whenever you land, you know, you're infiltrating places and they're like, enemy pilot spotted. We have been infiltrated by an enemy pilot. And you're like, yeah, you have. And then you'd like running around and just Kobe and you're dunking on them. And yeah, it's, it's really good. Buckets as you sort of yeet them off, you know, and, and then you dab and it's all mm. oh, nearly knocked off mine. My Borderlands mask I there. It's fine. That. Got too excited. But Titanfall 2, fantastic. Um, obviously, it follows the, the follow up to that. has been Apex Legends, mm. and there's a little Apex teaser in there. Oh, where a mercenary man who refuses to kill you because I'm not paid enough to kill you. Right. They're all Antipodean for yes. some reason, and um, he just puts a card down on like on your face or like on the top of your. Um, Titan. Once you've been defeated at some point, point right. and it says Apex on it, like, just think about it, and then you never see him again. Oh, it's like oh, okay, so this does take place in the universe of Titanfall, but now I sort of understand the discussion about hey, Apex is great and all, but we kind of want a Titanfall three, and maybe Apex was the multiplayer for Titanfall three, and now they're being pulled in lots of different directions with Star Wars and right. stuff. Yeah, uh, because I'd like to see more from Titanfall. Really, now, mm-hmm. never considered myself a fan, but that. It was really good. I had a lot of fun with it. And it was so cheap, too. So. Yeah, that's nice. If you want a game you can bash out on a weekend, oh. then that's one. Single player is really, really good. Oh, um, good to know. Also, jumped into some Tearaway Unfolded, which was on PlayStation Plus a long time ago. Right. This is the game made by Media Molecule, the Little Big Planet people. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of a paper craft adventure. Yeah, it's I remember. whimsical and lovely. I played the original version that was on Vita. Mm -hmm. and I really liked that this seems to be I mean it's 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 almost a reimagining but I can't it's been a while since I played the Vita version anyway but I can't really remember any parts of the Vita version that I played in this one right so I didn't play it for too long because really it just felt like I was going through the motions like I just needed I just wanted to play something Mm -hmm. I wasn't really getting into it but it's it's so it's so unique and lovely yeah and so well put together um, that it's definitely worth playing, but it wasn't really for me, so I stopped playing that. Okay. And then I jumped into Darksiders three from a oh, friend did at you? THQ Nordic. Yeah. I played it for about twenty minutes and then I deleted it because it's crap. Yeah. It's just crap. Dark um, has
2: never it's I think it's always been like it sounds like a good idea, but they've just not delivered on it.
1: No. People really liked Darksiders 2. There was a big audience for Darksiders 1 and Darksiders 2 was apparently like Zelda, but I'm not really a Zelda fan anyway, so it didn't really bother me. This though, by all accounts was critically at least a step backwards for the franchise right. as as it was. And playing it, it just felt it honestly felt like a PS3 game. It didn't look very good. It didn't play very well. There's so many games that always have and continue to outshine darksiders Mm. in terms of that gameplay and what it does it tries to do sort of a methodical take your time think and think before striking dark souls approach yeah or it gives you another option to play it as a hack and slash i didn't do that Mm -hmm. um but it just it's just crap like it's just a bad
2: game the first one was very hack and slash and it was just i don't know it's sometimes i think a hack and slash to me has has to be done in a very interesting way otherwise Again, it just, it feels like a grind. Mm-hmm. You just walk into one, but Darksiders was full of giant rooms. You right. just walk from giant room to giant room or open street or whatever mm-hmm. and just hammer the attack buttons until this entire wave of people were dead. You would yeah. walk to the next area and then loads more would come. And I know that's the point of a hack and slash, but some of them can be really satisfying. God of war. God of war, exactly. Um, uh, but yeah, I just didn't, I didn't like first Darksiders at all.
1: You're meant to be a a horseman or woman of the apocalypse as well, and you're just getting beaten up by these little goblin people. It's like, wow, this is is real escapism, this one. Mm. Really having a lot of fun. Thanks, THQ Nordic. I'm giving them a thumbs up to the camera for people listening at home. Right, let's move on to a question, Peter. Uh, Yes, we've got a question here from Carrie Buchter. Buchta,
2: Buch Buchta. Did we ever get a pronunciation on that? Uh,
1: not as far as I'm aware. How no. about Carib? Car- Car- Carib, which is
2: French for Caribbean. Yes, Pirate de Carib. de Carib. Uh, how did you guys come up with your gamer names, or at least your Super Duck and Confused Dude handles? Mm. Uh, that's a good question. Why did you? Where's Confused Dude from? I think you have told you've spoken about this once before, but not on this podcast.
1: I don't. Man, yeah, I don't know where I've spoken about it. It's, um, it's, a, it's a weird one because it, it, it was apropos of nothing. Mm. It was just, I needed a handle to go. I used to go by Benny Product.
2: For, Benny Product?
1: Yeah, it was like a weird nickname I had for the first couple of years of secondary school. And I just thought, oh, okay, that's a name I can put in rather than Beb. Bed. Nine, one, three, four, six, seven, three, nine. Bed loot. Bed sniper. Yeah. Whatever. No, 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 no. It wasn't. Re- there wasn't really that kind of culture when I was coming up no. with my nickname. But um, I needed a. I needed a name of some kind. And for some reason, it was that whole period of time where it was like, lol, random, mm-hmm. random. Yeah. Ha-ha. And so I thought, oh well, confused, and oh dude, okay, that kind of rhymes. Confused dude. That's fun. Yeah. I like that. It sort of it sounded nice in my head mm-hmm. and I liked how it sounded. And I remember I was I was at my friend's my my friend Ben's house for a sleepover secondary school. Yeah. And they'd uh, we were we were both very very excited about the upcoming release of the PlayStation 3. Right. And at this point it hadn't been delayed in in Europe so it must have been like 2006 maybe. Mhm. Um and we were that we'd found out somehow that they'd opened up their online service so that you could sign up and register For your, your name. name. Yeah. And I signed up and I, I registered confused dude, signed up with uh signed up with a date of birth that I have not been able to remember ever since. Right. Because I had to say I was 18 because I wasn't at the time. Yeah. And uh, I I printed off like, just an email receipt and wrote on it the password that I'd chosen. And I still have that piece of paper in my original PS3 box. But you don't have the date. The, no. Date until birth. this week. Oh. I thought I set it to 1985 for fun. Because right. I was like, oh, it's like that Bowling for Soup song that everybody loves at the, at that time. Yeah. And... uh when I signed up, I was doing some stuff for my Gearbox Insider account for Borderlands 3, because you can get some points and redeem some stuff in-game. Mm-hmm. And I linked it to a 2K account, which I also had to create. But I could sign in with my PSN ID, so it would automatically link to that too. Right. And I did that, and it automatically filled out my date of birth. But you're, you've chosen the, the normal day and month. So if I ever have a problem with my account, my... Decade and a half old concern that I might not be verified as me to get help with my account yeah. is now alleviated. I know what it is. So there's never has there ever been a point where you've been like, "Oh, I could actually do with."
2: with calling the helpline or something or or sending an Thankfully email. Thankfully not. And thinking, not. oh, I better not do it.
1: <laughs> what if they ask? Not with things to do with my account anyway, so yeah. fortunately that's okay. But that, that's sort of it, and then I've just used it for various other things as well just because people tend not to use that name. It's yeah. not too common. So what about you? Yeah, mine just came from...
2: I think I heard it on the radio. Um, I think uh, we were on the school bus mm-hmm. in secondary school, and... The bus driver used to listen to Radio Two, BBC okay. Radio Two, right, and um, they they would do Sally Traffic, yeah, and Sally Traffic would read the traffic reports and say, yes, oh, it's really rather backed up on the M1 between Junctions twenty-seven and twenty-eight, and people would would write in with not just their names, but like with sometimes with pseudonyms. Oh, Susan Donuts. Yeah, Susan Donut Donuts would sometimes write in. And so she'd say like, it's still very busy on that uh, broken down lorry on the, the M25. And she'd go, well, that's, uh, thank you very much to Pumpkin King for that. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, one time someone just sent a message in about some traffic. Yeah. And I think, I think this is where I got it from that they, and she was like, and that's from Super Duck. And I, ah. I I that just so I've just I must have just heard it cuz we didn't listen to the radio like radio 2 when you're in secondary school is not what you want to listen to. Everybody's
1: silently bus. on the bus paying attention to Mrs. Traffic.
2: Yeah, so I think we'll have been chatting to each other but that maybe there was just a a, a temporary lull and then mm. she was like that's from Superduck and I was like <gasps> oh my oh, god Super and I think I just got an image in my mind of you know a duck in a Superman costume, and I thought that that seemed somewhat amusing. Mm. And I guess, like, later that week, coincidentally, I had to sign up for something somewhere and needed a username, and I used that, and I've mostly been using that ever since. Unfortunately for me, it's not actually uh, free on some things. Oh, no. I have to get in pretty quick with, like, whatever new interesting service there is available. Otherwise... Mm. You know, if I was to sign up to, uh, I don't know, what am I not a member of yet? Tumblr. Tumblr, yeah. I'm, I'm sure it will be taken. I've found that like a lot of old things that have been around for a while, it's already gone. So I have to shove a number on it or a, an underscore or something.
1: It could be the person that you stole it from, from the radio.
2: Yeah, it might be. I don't think people who... Right listen to into radio Sally go traffic. on the internet no i don't think they do he might be dead now super Duck could be dead yeah he got kryptonited long but live super Duck. that's that's where that's from um i think i even i think i went for super duck on my twitter handle probably um i'm guessing i did i don't know why i wouldn't have done but mm. it's presumably taken so that's why i'm that peter austin and there we go in fact i use that a lot more now yeah, yeah. Where I can get that, I tend to use that now. Oh, so. it's that Peter Austin, though. Oh, look, it's that Peter. I can't use it on PSN, though. No, because Peter's Cause a slur. Peter's a bad word in some language.
1: <laughs> um. Right. It's time, Peter. For Sorry. odd news. Sorry, I can't. I'm not allowed to say Peter. It's time redacted. Yeah. For weird, odd news. Uh, wad news. I don't say wad. That sounds bad. That sounds really bad, doesn't it?
0: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com/slash host. A lot can happen in the next three years, like a
2: chatbot, maybe your new best friend.
1: Weird news time, welcome to the Weird News section where we talk about some weird news that's happening in the world. I'm pulling it up right now. I'm pulling it up. Peter Austin, tell me about your weird news. This comes from
2: Polygon.com and was written up by Nicole Carpenter. Oh. Thanks, Nicole. KFC... You know KFC. I know KFC. KFC is apparently creating a Colonel Sanders dating sim. Oh, good. Good oh good oh Um, good this is this is real Uh, yeah and weird so that but kfc gaming is a thing now right well uh, this this article reveals all okay let's let's see what nicole has to say tell me kfc hyphen yes the fast food restaurant hyphen is working on a video game with developer psyop the fried chicken connoisseurs are releasing a dating simulator I love you, Colonel Sanders! Exclamation mark. A finger-licking good dating simulator. That's right. the full title. Okay. The game popped up on Steam this morning. Uh, this was written on the 10th of September, uh, as "quote coming soon," according to the listing. Mm. A KFC representative told Polygon the game will be available for free on Steam on September mm. the 24th. For some, for the same people. Who, From the same people, sorry, from the same people who brought you the bucket of chicken comes the world's first, world's first Colonel Sanders dating simulator. It's the only one. It's the world's first one. Would you believe? Mm. I love you, Colonel Sanders, a finger-licking good dating simulator will put players in control of a promising culinary student who's studying alongside a young Colonel Sanders. Wow. Who looks, I mean, I don't think he looks that... He still looks like an old man, really, in that.
1: He's very sexy in that picture He's sort of
2: chiseled and young in the face and body, but has grey hair and his weird grey beard. I don't Mm -hmm. know if he...
1: Have you seen some of the fan
2: art? I'm sure you haven't. I don't know why I asked that. I don't know if I have seen Colonel Sanders' fan art specifically.
1: Very similar to sort of the whole wave of new social media, you know, brands being like sarcastic people yeah instead of actual brands like wendy's in america sort of slaying people so to speak kfc's kind of doing the same thing i know they had a a particularly vicious takedown for the conservative party's press office recently
2: who did a a mock-up like a photoshopped image of uh jeremy corbyn
1: dressed as a chicken it was that was real they handed out cold Jeremy Corbyn chicken to people. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's pretty tragic. Anyway. I,
2: I feel like Jeremy Corbyn chicken would taste really horrible. Yeah, uh, yeah, it would. <laughs> um, anyway, you're alongside a young Colonel Sanders. While looking for love, uh, you've got to make it through culinary school, too. Mm. If you're lucky, Colonel Sanders might even take you on as a business partner. Of the nine <laughs> characters, there's also a dog who is also a professor at culinary school, naturally. Yep, yep. yep. Of course he is. KFC said there are multiple hours of gameplay, a secret ending, and
1: recipes. Oh. In fact, maybe we should play it for main menu. If it's free, we definitely should. Oh, my God. I don't really want to do a main menu where we have to mess around with oil and fryers. Oh, and raw chicken. (laughs) God. Oh, no. Maybe we shouldn't. Uh,
2: There are also cooking battles, 11 herbs and spices, and plenty of cute miniature food. Oh, apparently. Good. Little bits. The I listing bet. also reminds potential players a few times that, yes, KFC did really make this game. While I Love You, Colonel Sanders, A licking Good Dating Simulator is a bizarre yet intriguing move from the fast food company, it's not too out of line. In 2018, KFC launched a gaming Twitter account called... KFC Gaming. Hmm. The social media account is all over the place, hurling memes and video clips across the internet. Most recently, the account declared Rainbow Six Siege the best game, the oh. winner of its World Cup of
1: Games. Okay. I don't know if that's of all time or what. I, d- I mean, I'd take it with a, and this isn't intended to be some kind of play on words, but I'd take that with a pinch of salt. Oh, a pinch of uh, herbs and spices and secret recipe.
2: Uh, tweeting about the Rainbow Six uh, Best Game Award. Yeah. KFC Gaming said, the turnout from the community was huge. Guess we'll have to put together a reward for the Rainbow Six family. Bet they didn't expect a surprise dating sim, says Nicole. Great. Thanks, Nicole.
1: That's weird. Yeah, it's that's a bit weird. weird. It sounds a bit like, uh, what was it, Hato- Hatoful Boyfriend? The pigeon sim. The pigeon one, yeah. yeah the pigeon one. Uh, I
2: should also just quickly name drop the 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 guy who sounds like an Elven Fletcher. Yes. An Arrowsmith. Mm-hmm. Who said, hey guys, Polygon reports that KFC are apparently working on a dating sim featuring the Colonel. This harkens back to the days of the terrible serial mascot games and the like, but weirder. Um, there's also a question with that, actually. Are there any mascots you'd like to see given the game treatment? And if so, what type of game? Oh, God, no. Quick fire answer? Honestly, no. no, I don't think so. I don't want to see any. Zero. None of those. But thanks for bringing that to
1: our attention. Thank you, Err. In the news. I've got a weird news for you, Peter. Mm -hmm. This is from Gutter Snipe. Gutter Snipe. Um, It was kind of impossible to miss anyway, and I was aware of it, but uh, Gutter Snipe wrote an appropriate thing on our podcast Patreon post, Mm -hmm. so I feel like I should read it. Okay, is it the X button or the cross button? I vote X. So we're talking about PlayStation today. Yeah. So, of course, what are the what are the four buttons? What are the four face buttons, Peter? Uh, Triangle, Mm -hmm. circle, Mm -hmm. square, Mm -hmm.
2: and X.
1: You're wrong. I'm wrong. Officially, you're you're officially
2: wrong. I know that I'm officially wrong. I'm sure you're going to tell me why, and I can also I've got a little anecdote about this.
1: Is it the X or the cross button? This is from Push Square. Most sane individuals have settled on simply calling it X. X. But those who insist on calling it cross still crop up from time to time. The two types of people had happily settled their differences until the question was raised once again on Twitter. We spotted this response earlier today and it went viral, attracting over 50,000 likes from those sensibly calling the southern face button X. Mm. However, things have taken a dark turn. PlayStation UK has waded into the conversation and turned everything upside down. As it turns out, it's been cross all along. It has. They tweeted, triangle, circle, cross, square. If cross is called X, and then in brackets, it's not, then what are you calling circle? Oh. We feel betrayed. This can't really be true. Cross doesn't sound right. We're getting emotional. This reminds us of the man who invented the GIF image format. According to him, the acronym is pronounced with a soft G. GIF, not GIF. Our response to both is that the vastly more popular colloquialism is the superior moniker. In other words, we'll be continuing to call it the X button and PlayStation can't stop us. What do you call it? Vote in our poll. 90% of people say X. GIF. Now, before you give your anecdote... Oh, yes? I would like to say that I have heard of uh, I've heard cross used officially before in PlayStation marketing, and i can 't remember where, but it 's always been something i 've been vaguely aware of, and then just sort of like yeah everyone just calls it x though yeah they've they do keep quiet about it though usually playstation they they the buttons are iconic symbols of the PlayStation brand, but they rarely read them out loud mm. do they no yeah, so they sort of avoid it so while i 've been aware of this, I had no idea that other people had no idea about it. I thought I thought it was kind of known that officially it was called cross but yeah. nobody called it cross but apparently it's it's a relatively unknown thing for a lot of people. So I knew
2: it. I mean actually if you play certain particularly earlier on in in its in its uh in its time if you play PS1 games mm-hmm. from sort of the late 90s they say cross if they have like someone reading out, you know, tool tips and stuff saying Oh, you can you can jump by pressing the cross button. <laughs> Press it again to double ju- to Where's jump. Where's the cross in, button? Jump in the air. Where's the cross button though? Um, but I also, going back to actually Ern Arrowsmith talking about serial mascot games. Right. I remember um, that Disney used to do um, discs, CDs that would come in the front of um, certain cereals that they had a brand deal with. Okay. And on those CDs would be four tracks. Hmm. I think there were like four of them to collect these CDs, different colours. And the tracks were like, I think short versions of Disney songs. Right. They were just sort of weird, teasy marketing things like, oh, here's half a song. (sighs) Yeah. Um, but also the fourth track on certainly one of them, if not all of them, was an ad for I think just PlayStation rather than Disney Interactive games. I think it was just a PlayStation ad. Okay. Um, and it was this man who was basically describing things that he'd done, like telling, telling his tales, as though that like he had, he had been there in those games. So he was going like, I won my first Grand Prix at Silverstone by knocking Michael Schumacher <laughs> off the track on the last bend. And then uh, I, there was one, uh, I think there was one in there where he was said um, about being an ant, and mm-hmm. uh, that's a bug's life. So maybe that's why it was on this Disney disc. Uh, okay. But also part of that was one of the things he said was, I've wandered technicolor dream worlds, searching for a new dimension, and I found power in crosses, circles, squares, and triangles. Ah, and now I that's see there you how, go. I,
1: how I've always known that it's technically supposed to be a cross. Mm. Now there is actually more to this story. Oh, a little bit. Um, it has its basis in terms of like the logic behind not calling it cross. It has its basis um, back in in the Japan. Mm those symbols are i think i should have looked it up beforehand but i think those symbols are meant to signify yes and no they so are. circle is yes and and cross is no which is why especially in lots of jrpgs and early early playstation games circle was 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 go it was proceed sort of like the nintendo the positioning of the nintendo uh, various nintendo consoles a button mm. and b button to go back but, you know, it, times have changed, old man. I don't know how many times we have to tell you this. Um, there have been lots of memes and stuff. Uh, let's have a look at this. So someone's photoshopped the PS4 controllers. So to make it across, they've just rotated the X. What, like 90? No, not 90. 45 degrees. Yeah. So it's actually a plus sign now. Well, so it's then you cross. would just call it plus. I suppose you would, wouldn't I you? I would. Uh, in terms of what they should be called, the triangle is pizza slice. The circle is pizza, the square is pizza box, box. and the X button is no pizza, it's what that one is. Because it leaves a... If you cut a pizza into four slices and then eat it off the box, it leaves a greasy cross? The greasy cross. The greasy cross. And that's where greasy Jesus sacrificed himself for our greasy sins. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's real. That's real theology. Right. And of course, there's a... Sorry, a gif. A a gif of the crossmen. You know, from the 90s cartoon, Crossman. Oh, yeah. Crossmen. That's the Crossmen, the of course. Crossman. Marvel's Crossmen. Yeah. So, yeah. Cross gone, give it to you. Bit of a, <laughs> bit of a con- contentious one there. I think largely people do call it X, but if you didn't know... It is actually cross.
2: You can learn about the PlayStation buttons and other PlayStation things in our list. 10 things you didn't know about PlayStation. Um, because the square and triangle also have actual meaning in Japan as well. Mm. Square was supposed to be about documents and menus and things.
1: Yes, it was. It's yeah. square
2: shaped. And triangle represents perspective and direction. So that's often why it's like zoom in or center camera. Like a cone of vision sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. There you, so there you
1: go. So there you go. They all have meaning. We can teach you, but, yeah. we, but we have to charge. Mm. Speaking of charging, we charged this person to ask a question, and then we also paid her because she writes for us. Molly McDade asks, if you could get any guests, serious or silly, onto one of your shows, what would it be and what show? Do you have any people you'd like to see, you'd like to do a collaboration with Peter? Uh, I'd like to have Rules
2: Boss on Rules Boss. Oh my God. I'd like him to have to do a challenge and then when he gets stuck, he has to call us up. And we really annoy him
1: by, by the delay on the phone and get a taste of his own medicine. We don't see what his day-to-day is. Are we not sure that his parallel world exists when he's not in at work. continuity? No, just like when, when we call him, mm. that's the equivalent of him calling us. Like He sat there all day waiting for us to give him purpose because when we hang up the phone... All the lights go out, his world is dark. Oh my god. There is nothing without us. So for him, we we already are his his sort of ECOC. Right. We are rules boss's ecoch because without us, ask, calling to ask him questions, he exists in a void. But it sounds like that would be a good
2: thing. Like he he enjoys those conversations because it gives him purpose. Well that's Whereas what we, we don't.
1: I suppose yeah, he's not calling to get frustrated. Is I he? want him
2: to be wound up by the right. by the delay on the call.
1: I don't think that's possible. Oh. I mean, I'd like to see you try. Yeah, me I'd too. I'd like to see what it would take to break him. But I'm not I'm not entirely convinced that he can be annoyed. Yeah. I suppose he already he has capable. the delay now. Mm. We both have the delay. That's,
2: delays work two ways on a phone. It's not just some sort of time-bending thing. Yeah. And he doesn't seem to get annoyed about it. So may, maybe that wouldn't work. Um, I have no idea. What about you? Have you got any
1: serious answers? I actually have. Yeah. I did go for a couple of serious answers. They're, they're mainly youtubers because i just think you know it would be be great to sort of just get in on their audience thank you very much uh but in terms of two uh youtube video game creators that i that i quite enjoyed the the stylings of and i think we we could make some good stuff together uh my name is kevin he's great yeah he does lots of video game stuff uh, and also, Nakey Jakey. Oh, yeah. He's also very good. Mm-hmm. Makes lots of great videos. Not very frequently, but he's fantastic. And right. I, I just think one of those two, you know, on to Cut Content or, or, or what have you, I think would be really interesting. It'd yeah, there's fun. lots of
2: people that we'd like to have on Cut Content. i mm. think for sure that's, uh, yeah. Um, I was thinking about other shows. I don't know. But yeah, Cut Content, there's all kinds of people who we've worked with and met over the years. Um You know, we're hoping, pending, that we'd like to get our friends from PlayStation Access on at some point. Yes. One or more of them. But we'll we'll see. We're we're both busy people. Mm -hmm. Um, A
1: busy people. So it would be nice to have them on. Um, It would. Yeah. Let's move on. It's time for a massive discussion. It's a big discussion time. Big discussion time, Peter. It's from Slaughtermane.
2: Nice. Some kind of Viking. Yes! Er, er, Erloff
1: Slaughtermain. Exactly. Erloff, I made that name up Erlof. just there, yeah. That's the noise you make when, when you catch your, 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 your gentleman's on the corner of the table. Oh, oh. <laughs> Hi guys, love the pod and everything else you do on the channel. My question is, I feel that dinosaurs are totally underused in video games. There are so many different ways you could implement them and they, and they just aren't. What tropes do you feel are sorely underused? Slashed, Flat out, not used at all in the gaming medium. How would you want to see them implemented? And he he then posits Jurassic Park, Isolation, oh. like Alien Isolation, but with dinosaurs. I'd love a a,
2: a dinosaur horror game. There been there have been a few over the years, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think they are a bit underrepresented. Yeah. Um, I guess th- currently the the biggest ones dinosaur wise are the Jurassic Park builder game. What's that called again? Jurassic Park Evolution. Evolution. And uh, also Ark has dinosaurs in it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, a, a, a proper dinosaur horror game like Dino Crisis, but even more kind of dark and eerie than mm-hmm. that. Um, you know, that would be great. Yeah. Do you have
1: an idea for some kind of, let's see, sorely underused trope in video games? Because I've got an idea. Yeah. For something. Okay. Where it's I've been playing Pokemon games for a long time. Right. And they all follow the same basic formula. And they've got progressively better looking over the years, although it's been a it's been a real slow grind to get to this point and mm-hmm. it's still not, you know, they're not going for photorealism they never have done, but Yeah. I feel like there's more they could do with it. And I feel like what I want to do is basically play through the story arc. Of essentially the first anime series of okay. Ash getting, getting his, his Pokachu and slowly collecting his Pokemans and having to release them at various points when, you know, because he, he releases, I think he releases Butterfree and it's really sad. Yeah. And then Charmander's being abused and he rescues it. Mm-hmm. And then he gets a Charizard and Charizard doesn't listen to him. And then they go do a, a Pokemon League and they slowly go and get all the badges and stuff. But the the most you get in any Pokemon game is occasionally you'll be stopped by a person and they will talk to you for a bit and then yeah. you'll fight. That's that's kind of it. So you'd want a much more narrative heavy, almost cinematic experience from well, Pokemon. What I've written here mm. is Pokemon game in the style of God of War. Okay. Not in in the in the violence, yeah. but I'm talking <clears throat> the open linear gameplay Mm -hmm. that they mastered in that game where it's open world but it's still linear it's not you can go to a lot of different places but slowly you know the the world is opened up before you and it's it is linear in that when you get to certain locations it really funnels you through yeah but it sort of it balances that perfectly and i don't know it's just it was just such a brilliant balance i suppose for want of a better term and that's what it is it's just it's just a great i don't know that game was so good mm-hmm. and i just i just kind of want to experience that with another established franchise that yeah. really just takes that leap and is like okay we're completely reinventing the wheel in terms of what you can come to expect from this series mm-hmm. and i'd love that with a pokemon game yeah where you know the the places between towns or scripted events are, are relatively open you can catch whichever pokemon you want but then you get an uncharted or the last of us or god of war style cutscene from time to time where the story is radically changed mm-hmm. and maybe a member of your party is taken away at some point yeah or, or maybe you don't even get to to choose which party members you have or that you have to have certain pokemon in your party to proceed past a certain point because there's some there's a there's a cutscene involving them or so i don't know but i just feel like as much as i love the pokemon games there's so much more that could be done Mm -hmm. and if we're talking about tropes that are sorely underused i think that might be one of them Mm -hmm. it's just some some franchises might need to sort of not adapt or die but just just try something different just completely completely throw everything that's established out the window and try something new
2: well, I, I started thinking about um, dinosaur games when I read this question, and that made me think of... Um, there was a game like Jurassic Park Evolution that actually came out probably like 10 or 15 years ago now that was called uh, Operation Genesis, okay. um, which was... Jurassic Park Operation Genesis, it was called, which was... Um, it came out after the third film, and it was just basically Jurassic Park Evolution, mm. um, where it's a top-down park builder game and you put dinosaurs in pens just the same game but it's just been reinvented uh, in the past couple of years um but in that one of the things you could do was go down into like a a a car and drive around and take photos of the dinosaurs there were like challenges of like oh you need to you need to get so many in frame or you know whatever and that makes me think of pokemon snap Mm -hmm. which was a great game as well and i think photography in gaming is actually quite underused it's a great point um you know i think there's a lot of scope for either an artsy sort of game where you know you just take really nice pictures you can share them on social media and stuff like that maybe there's like procedurally generated worlds so you don't just get bored of like taking photos of stuff in the same open world that everyone else is taking photos of it's like no no you like you know, these amazing things that are only in your world and you can share your photos of them. Or maybe it's actually part of the story. Like, you know, you're a journalist or something. Or yeah. you're, you're Peter Parker, but not Spider-Man. <laughs> you know, or you have to go and take photos of things like that and like survive. And maybe there's a, a linear narrative to it. Um, Do you remember you know. Africa?
1: What, the, the, the continent? We don't talk about Africa anymore. The song. No, the... Uh, the The no. Oh. Not the not the Grandma Gift set. Okay. I'm talking the PS3 game, Africa, the PlayStation 3 exclusive no, I've Africa. It's a photography game. Oh. And I fell in love with the idea of that game. And I it wasn't released in, in the UK, so I had to oh, import it. I don't know why I don't know about it. And I snuck into the bushes after going through a very boring tutorial. Yeah. And I waited by sort of a, a an oasis, if you will, a, a muddy oasis. A watering for, hole. For a hippopotamus. Hipopo- hippopotamus, yeah. To do a big yawn, because that was the photo I needed to get a photo of. And I waited there for 10 minutes, and I never played it again. Oh, no. <laughs> but that's that was probably the most recent example I can think of, of like, an interesting photography sim game that, that tried to do something like that. But it's mm-hmm. been a long time.
2: Well, I'm wondering how much of a... How how much it will be in the the new Beyond Good and Evil? Because in the first game, that was a very it was an integral part of the game. You were a journalist. You had to take photos of, you know, like reveal the truth as Mm. as to what's going on the conspiracy. And I know there's not a camera in this new game. There's a spyglass instead because you're a pirate. Um, But whether that can actually take photos with your sci-fi spyglass, I don't know. And the other thing I was going to say actually is pirates. I think are somewhat underdone in games. I know you've currently got there's skull and bones and uh also uh black flag black flag yeah um but i think i'd almost want like a proper almost hammy like over overacted Hmm. proper piratey narrative rather than something that's supposed to be historically
1: accurate but that's the thing now everything is open world yeah. I kind of want something a little bit more linear. Yeah. And that's why I say with the Pokemon idea, open linear I feel like is the best balance to strike between mm-hmm. the two, where there's some freedom, Yeah, but it funnels you through this really well put together story that makes you feel a part of the world. So you can't go for like, for in Skyrim, for example, it can't be like, the world is ending. Yeah. And then you run off collecting butterflies for exactly literally that. 20 hours and then come back and they're like, wow, you arrived just in the nick of time. It's like,
2: i know i know i did it feels silly when you do that doesn't it like i almost i because i always try and get into the the shoes of my player i don't like to act out of what would be relevant in the in the context of the game yeah so when i'm told the dragons are coming and we need to warn everyone i i feel like i i almost feel like i can't go and do what i want to do even though there's no one stopping me Mm. you know so yeah that's always that's always a funny thing but um yeah, I, I mean, I watched a, a deep dive the other day on YouTube as to why Pirates of the Caribbean is actually a really good movie. Um, some people don't remember it so fondly, partly mm-hmm. because the sequels are so bad. But yeah. it was just this, like, it explained, like, bit by bit why this is actually quite good if you think about it. And I watched it and I was like, yeah, I actually really liked that film when I was younger. And I think I want a Pirates of the Caribbean game, basically. Not not actually tied in, I don't mean that, but just right. that kind of proper swashbuckling not necessarily historically accurate it's okay if it's got some kind of supernatural element Mm -hmm. like uncharted but just
1: an actual pirate yeah something like that well that's the thing yeah that's what i was trying to get across like something like uncharted where it's just it's a story that's i know that people used to get really mad because every game was really linear and then every now every game is open world or every game is online and now i kind of want to either go back to those days, mm-hmm. or for there to be a balance between yeah. the two. Yeah. Um, and I, th- I think I miss that. i I, That's what I want more than anything. I don't want to just be let loose in this open world every time. Mm-hmm. Some games it works. Some yeah. games it makes sense. Um. Yeah, I'd miss open world games if they d- just vanished yeah. overnight. No, but... absolutely. But I just want, I just want to be funneled a little bit more. Yeah. You know, I want to be funneled through a really good story that makes you care about
2: what's going on. Because if the if the developers know that you're going to go roughly down this path. They're able to focus on that and and do a really good job of it. Whereas if they're having to make a giant world, they have to kind of spread their resources and make sure, well, wherever you go, there's going to be something good to do. Oh, boy. But it might not be the best thing ever because
1: we're having to make everything just good. (laughs) You know? No, absolutely. Yeah. Well... That was the big discussion for this week. Let us know what, what you think is underutilized mm. in the world of video games. What would you like to see make a comeback? What would you like to see make its debut? Anything. Yeah. What do you think of our weird news and what we've been talking about? Are you playing Boardlands? Are do you, you an what do you X think? or a cross kind of guy or girl? Exactly. Mm. All my crosses live in... To, to, no, I can't say that, yeah. can I? That's rude. Um, it's time to move on to the end of the show. It is. We're wrapping up now. Yeah. Peter, where can people find us? We are everywhere worth being Team
2: Triple Jump. Our YouTube and Twitch channels are Team Triple Jump. Our social medias, Twitter and Facebook, are Team Triple Jump. Uh, We've got a Patreon where you can submit questions for this podcast. That's patreon.com forward slash Team Triple Jump want to say we're everywhere at Team Triple Jump, that's actually another lie. Whoa! Because the podcast itself, if you want to listen to the audio version, is available at play.acast.com forward slash S forward slash Triple Jump. Uh, and uh, our Discord, though, that's bit.ly forward slash Team Triple Jump, not discord.com forward slash Team Triple Jump. No. It doesn't work
1: like that. doesn't work like that.
2: And the website is triplej.merp. That's ju.mp.
1: There's a new shirt, Peter.
2: Oh my God. Yeah, it's in the wash. I was going to... I thought I should wear it today because we're recording this and we're streaming as well. Yeah. I was like, you know, try and get it on as much as possible, but it's, it's, it's going to be washed tonight.
1: If you're watching the video version of this, you may have seen it roll at the beginning. Yes. So you sort of know what it looks like. It's a tiny Peter shirt.
2: It is. It's a little tiny pocket Pete. Pocket Pete. I think on the website it says pocket Peter, but I've been calling it pocket Pete. <laughs> I've but... been
1: calling it pocket Pete as well. Yeah. We can get that changed. We could we just do. just need to send a message to Adam. Yeah. Adam, you got it wrong. Yeah. Oh, it's warm in here again. I don't know why I put it back on. Uh, if you'd like to follow us on Twitter, you can do at that Peter Austin and at confused underscore dude. Instagram at that Peter Austin and at Ben Potter 20 We do lists. Every Tuesday and Thursday. This week we had a massive list, another Ooh, long one. We did. Every PlayStation franchise ranked from worst to best. Please go and watch it. Thank you to a wonderful writer, Philip, for putting in the research there to get that all Yeah, put amazing together. work. We do streams. Every Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. Monday and Tuesday being solo streams on Twitch, and Thursday being joint streams, blaze it on YouTube.
2: Absolutely. Worst
1: Games Ever is fortnightly. If you support us at a certain tier on Patreon, you get it on Friday, two days early. Everybody else gets it on Sunday. It's not a Worst Games Ever week, but it is a main menu week. Oh. I'm coming back out. Yeah, I'm coming back out. I'm not hard. feeling very well anyway, and that was not good
2: in there. Oh. Oh. Main menu. Yeah. Um, are we Are we saying what we're doing? It's already so out. It's gone out, hasn't it? It's already gone out. So we're, we're doing Dark Souls uh, Esther Soup. Mm. And oh boy, it was bad.
1: There's a line I feel like I need to challenge you on f- from that episode. Because oh, yeah. I edited it. And I remember you... I, I, I didn't hear it at the time, but I heard it in the edit. You said, I don't really like soup. I don't really think it knows what it wants to be. Yeah. I just think that's the weirdest take, hot take on soup I've ever heard. That's not a weird take. I don't know. I just is thought it was, food thought or it was is funny. it a drink? It's depends what kind you get i mean ours was well you have to wait and see i yeah. suppose you just have to go and watch it because i would define it as a new state of of being
2: yeah a new state of, of state of matter there we go that's what solid I was liquid for. gas like newtonian non-newtonian yeah and uh Esther a, soup. Ester soup that mm-hmm. we
1: made in my kitchen so please go and please go and watch that and uh, leave us suggestions for what video game foods you'd like to see us recreate the next one will of course probably be spooky halloween related So if you've got any spooky recipes or spooky suggestions from games, let us know. Probably should
2: have waited and done the Dark Souls one then, shouldn't we? But never mind. Oh, it's fine. Dark Souls
1: isn't a horror game unless you're a coward. Oh, Oh, got you. The podcast is every Saturday. Please leave us a review on iTunes or your platform of choice. It really helps. Something about algorithms. And I'd just like to extend a big thank you to uh, Luke Eldon. From the Elden Ring. He's he's from oh. that. That's his ring. Yeah. He very kindly volunteered his services to help run our Facebook page because those of you who like us on Facebook may have noticed that we don't go on there. Nothing happens. Uh, because it's just it's just too much of a time commitment for us at the moment. Uh, we post on Twitter, but we don't really have time to, to do stuff on Facebook. Well, if we log in on Facebook, then
2: our aunties start DMing us immediately.
1: Oh, what, haven't well, you grown? What kind of links would you like for your birthday? Africa. Oh, Africa. Do, 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 do. And he's doing a phenomenal job over there posting all sorts of stuff. So if you haven't liked the Facebook page yet, now is the time to. Yeah. And if you have liked it, uh, we hope you're enjoying the increased content and that is all courtesy of Luke. Mm -hmm. Yes, all the memes. I did not, what was it?
2: I did not create that meme. I did not upload that meme. I did not share that meme. There we go. Mm -hmm.
1: Peter, I don't know what you're going to do for this final sponsor, but go ahead. We've
2: got a new sponsor, this just in. We've been, we've replaced the previous sponsor. Oh my goodness! So fantastic Odds, The news. Odd
1: pod, the oddcast.
2: Yeah, uh, Abe's Abe's oddcast is gone. Uh, it's now been replaced. Oh, oh, it's Munchie's oddcast. Munchie's, Munchie's. What's Munchie's? It's the se- the sequel to oh. Oddworld.
1: He's got another one.
2: Yeah, there's an, oh, there's another. Thing. It's a different. He's a different protagonist. It's different. It's in the series, but just a different guy I guess he's got one as well oh okay Um, well we'll have to replace that for next week that's really embarrassing
1: yeah right well thank you very much for listening we hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend we'll see you again next week bye bye bye